Welcome to the FinTalks, a chat with Finance Malta. Today we're here with Dana Farooja from TechMT. Dana, welcome. Can you please introduce yourself for the audience? My name is Dana Farooja. I am the CEO of TechMT. And TechMT is responsible for the National Digital Strategy for Technology and also responsible to position Malta as a technology hub of choice. Great, thank you. So in Q4 last year, the European Commission adopted a new digital finance package aimed at boosting innovation and competitiveness in the financial sector. In your opinion, why was this digital finance strategy needed and how will it benefit consumers and businesses? Um, A digital finance strategy was much needed because, as we all know, Europe is home to many fintech companies and uh, technology has been fundamental for financial services to be provided digitally. We have seen how COVID has been a catalyst for fintech. As consumers went digital, we have realized that we cannot keep depending on traditional access to finance and uh, consumer demands kept um, uh, pressuring the world for alternatives and businesses must adapt in order to sustain competitiveness in the future. I feel that in the wake of this heightened consumer demand, a digital fintech strategy is key for three reasons. First of all, the consistency that it will create among member states and the European Union for trust and efficiency purposes, um, goal setting and timeframes to ensure deliverables because it is useless to have goals and not have uh, executional timeframes in order to see them through and also, most importantly, for consumer and business protection in, all, in order to instill trust in, in the sector. Moreover, this strategy will for sure harmonize operations among EU member states, which is very important for business viability. Great, thank you. And what would you say are the priority areas of this digital finance strategy? And, and you mentioned timelines and goals. Can you talk us through that as well? Of course, um, one can argue that nowadays market structures are molding themselves around technological trends. So in the wake of this strategy, I say that it hits on four very important areas. And these are um, data management and data processing. Data is a invaluable asset, but also a major hurdle among member states in order to be managed and processed consistently. Investment in the latest technologies and uh, infrastructure because not all member states are as advanced as Malta is. Malta ranks fifth in uh, most of the technological rankings um, uh, according to European Union reports when it comes to infrastructure. That is why we have such a solid and strong uh, technology infrastructure here in Malta. Borderless trade as well. Borderless trade is extremely important and we have seen this, uh, we have experienced it during the pandemic. And sound regulation. Sound regulation in order to protect the the fintech sector without stifling the sector in the meantime. We are seeing the popularity as well of digital assets soaring and uh, I believe that we should embrace that. We should embrace it and also safely include these assets in our economy. The strategy is solid here in tackling risks, especially when it comes also to this to this topic. Risks, for example, related to GDPR, um, money laundering, 
because it includes um, system audits like uh, risk management checks, tools in, in order to alert when, when there are risks involved, and also cybersecurity measures. It, mm -hmm. it mandates that there are cybersecurity measures in place in order to protect also from, from a technological level. In Malta, we are already there. So I am very comfortable that we, are, well, we were the first in the European Union to introduce a regulatory framework that includes blockchain and virtual assets on purpose to safeguard the fintech sector. We are pleased that as a country, we are very much in line already with this EU digital fintech, fintech strategy. Mm -hmm. Yes, and in fact, picking up on the, on the crypto assets, the, as part of the, the digital finance package, the European Commission proposed for the first time legislation on crypto assets. What are the key elements of this? What are the implications of this for the industry, for investors and for the European Union as a whole? Um, uh, yes, in fact, this, this legislation, the regulation on markets and crypto assets, it's called, will for sure set financial stability. Because at the moment, each member state is trying to interpret how to manage crypto assets in its own way. And this will surely um, ensure protection for consumers and investors alike. In my opinion, the major headaches when it comes to the crypto world are the easy exposure that technology on the one hand gives you to these assets because they are easily accessible online and the verification of purchase from where you are purchasing these assets, especially where the consumer and the investor are not knowledgeable enough. So through this regulation, the EU aims to establish mostly legal clarity and legal certainty. And that for an investor and for a consumer should be of topmost priority. Again, Malta has already this framework. It is spearheaded by the MFSA and the MDIA, the, the two regulators regulating technology and finance here in Malta. And I am confident to say that uh, it will not be difficult for Malta to adapt to this new legislation because we are already on the forefront and they are both very similar mm. already. Okay, and tech companies are becoming more and more an important part of financial services from providing the IT in terms of back office and administration and also providing financial services themselves. How does the proposal by the European Commission cater for the necessary safeguards when it comes to mitigating cyber attacks and, and other risks, especially as hackers become more creative in yes. the way that, that they try to infiltrate these companies? Indeed, indeed. Um, the ever-increasing dependency of the financial sector on uh, software and digital processes means that these risks that you are mentioning are very serious here. Um, cyber attacks, as you have said, have become harsher and uh, the fragmentation that there is out there uh, around security, a, a common security-based approach um, across member states does not make it easy, does not help. And there is no then standard legal framework that can safeguard you against all this. And as well, Data-driven innovation at the moment is, is very difficult to achieve because member states do not have a harmonization process how to share that data. So uh, with this strategy, with this common way forward, um, uh, the proposed Digital Operational Resilience Act, for example, the DORA, what we know as the DORA, 
aims to ensure that all participants, at least in the fi financial system, have the necessary safeguards in place in order to mitigate cyber attacks, for example. And uh, the strategy as a whole, as well, aims for all participants in the financial system to be subject to a common set of standards because the moment you have a common set of standards then we will all be working towards the same goal in the same way so systematic checks and also systems that should be in place will also be common standard and harmonized and obviously this this common set of standards will surely embed mm -hmm. safety and tranquility in the financial sector here in malta we are experiencing this with our own economy how important it is for an economy not to have shocks for the industry and for consumers because at the end of the day it will affect the bottom line the profitability of a country as a whole mm -hmm. okay and is the the legislation being led by best practice in the industry there are many fintech companies that have come up with very robust solutions when it comes to cyber attacks and, and cyber security in your experience is, is, is this consultation happening yes the private sector is very much involved and uh, it has to be involved because as we know fintech is is the financial services especially is highly regulated so these companies have to constantly abide by rules coming out rules being updated but the sector keeps up mm -hmm. in malta the financial sector is one of the most important sectors it employs a lot of people it injects in our economy quite a substantial share and uh, it is it is a sector that is coupled by a very solid technological infrastructure so we can reach the the output of systems that we would like to produce and it is also thanks to the high skilled resources that we can offer as a country as well mm -hmm. great thank you and another area tackled by the the this proposal is retail payments. You mentioned before when talking about crypto assets, the knowledge and, and, and protection that retail investors need. Why, in your opinion, is a retail payment strategy required and what are the benef benefits and the value add for citizens and businesses? Um, retail as a whole is broadly about e-commerce and uh, financial transactions, both manually and digitally however with the pandemic we have seen the digital transaction side soaring and uh, the dependency on online buying uh, increasing drastically so um, given that businesses have suffered heavily because of the impact that tourism has had in countries like malta for example where tourism is is uh, fundamental is the major contributor to our economy um, covid here has taught us a huge lesson um, uh, that we must ensure digital presence, our businesses must have solid digital presence for borderless trade in order mm. to survive because the moment that our physical borders were closed and tourism took a huge hit, obviously we have seen the impact on the bottom line of these businesses. Um, a retail payment strategy of course will maybe help to move these businesses and their business processes towards a digital format because mm -hmm. our culture is more predominantly ingrained towards the manual processes still. But I think our businesses in the past year and a half have learned their, their lesson. 
Obviously, as TechMT, we strongly recommend that businesses embrace online sales and start considering technology solutions to take their businesses online so that in the future um, they remove the dependency on walk-in buyers and ensure a healthy flow of money through online purchases. Okay, very good. That was my final question. So thank you very much, Dana, thank for you. your time today. The FinTalks are available on the main podcast apps and on the Finance Malta YouTube channel. For more information, visit www.financemalta.org backslash podcasts and follow Finance Malta on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Thank you.